Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where the Orchard of Wisdom shows are at your fingertips. It ignites your soul, your heart, your spirit, your mind, and your body with illumination from people who have made the journey before you. They're here now to help you on your journey, on your path of self-discovery. We are funded by you, the audience, and the people we interview. If you wish to support us, please go to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com and press on our Fund Action button. Anything is appreciated. We would like you to sit back and enjoy the shows. Here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul, right here on SelfDiscoveryMedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My wonderful repeat guest is Denise Shard, her memoir. We're going to be talking about the spirit talks, experience the loss of self to experience the love of self. We have to lose something that does not work for us in order to embrace something that does. She says experiencing the loss of self to experience love of self, all of our experience, however traumatic they are, is an evolution of the soul, fighting the lies within the mind and the path of self-realization. She has learned that the mind's job is to preserve our isolation and our ego mind. It is designed to protect our identity. Entities. She has come a long way from the past filled life of trauma and addiction and in her commitment and dedication to healing herself, Denise has unraveled the trauma to embracing transformation and through her willingness to face the darkness with courage, she became empowered, successful spiritual teacher and heart leader. Uh, we have done some beautiful shows in the past, so come back and uh, listen to them, but also please look at her book, the beautiful book of spirit speaks because the spirit does speak through you and she spent the last 20 years discovering what it meant to fully embody spirit which led her to create this powerful system known as your energy awakening system with insightful wisdom denise guides leaders and entrepreneurs towards embodying their next level of spiritual currency power i love that spiritual currency yes known for her programs to discover activate and illuminate denise teaches people how the ego mind is keeping them in continuous emotional loop and guides them to release their emotions to embody the spirit and come into alignment with their true sense of self and she enjoys um, with her students allowing spirit to show their emotional stories she thrives on unraveling how the mind keeps hidden the truth of who we really are the truth will always come out right <laughs> welcome back love oh thank you oh it's great to be here again i i so appreciate uh this is our third time together and it's mm. always a pleasure and um i enjoy i look forward to being with you uh, as I with you and, you know, spirit currency. I mean, this is something that I talk about all the time and I have to have to dive into that one. We, we talk about currency this and currency that and everybody refers to monetization and money, but they don't realize the true enrichment and the true abundance lies in our soul, heart and spirit connection. And that really is the currency of life, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um you know, it is our currency. It is our, our flow is our currency. And when we um, make that connection with mind, body and spirit and soul, you know, the way I, way, way I write in the memoir is I talk about the soul being the master of the mind. Yeah. Yes. And, and the egoic mind. Mm. And what's so fascinating about that 
is we gave the ego mind a job mm. to protect us. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't know that it doesn't need protection once the soul unites with spirit in the heart. Yes. Yeah, it's it's nobody's received its message, you know, or handed down the new uh, new details or new programming, and um, and also the egoic mind is very much of an outside in living life, where the soul is very much the inside out, and if the ego is still trying to be in control while the soul is taking over the heart and the spirit, there's a conflict, isn't there? There's a, there's a huge conflict, which creates a lot of confusion in, in our thoughts, creates um, that looping, so to speak. Um, in, in those processes where we start to realize when that, that coming together is happening, mm -hmm. there is some people, um, you know, I'm surprised I didn't have a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really surprised because the, the attacks, both from my own ego and from the outside world, mm -hmm. uh, the collective consciousness also. Oh, God, and, yeah. And what do you mean mm -hmm. you're the light? What do you mean you're not these negative self-talk? And that's, you know, what I, I just did a, a short video today talking about the lies that we tell ourselves. <laughs> and those lies are all those negative things. Yes. I'm not worthy, I'm stupid, mm -hmm. I'm crazy, I'm not powerful. All of that is the lies. The truth is always positive. Yes. Always. And heartfelt and always based in love. Always based in love. But, but when you haven't been raised in an environment yes. um, that supports that. And, you know, the reason for writing Spirit Speaks was for me to see that trauma happens and i'm not and i'm not saying it's a good thing i'm saying it happens to the best of us and, for a reason and for a reason it's a way we unravel ourselves yes and we uh, we asked for that experience mm -hmm. to be able to do that which is the unraveling of the mind yeah. of of a of a not only a collective consciousness, but on a, as what I saw in writing this book, it's it, part of my lineage. It's a mm -hmm. part of this repeated pattern. And no one in my lineage would stand up and face the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which, which, is, which is what? It's repetitive programming. You repetitive. know, the, the, societal, the historical, the um, dictatorial pattern that is there that was maybe once served us, but is a detriment to us now. You know, it's so interesting that you bring this up because, you know, a part of the awakening is understanding exactly what you said, that we have been controlled our thoughts have been controlled mm -hmm. that we have been suppressed yes and my awakening is waking up to the fact that it wasn't all me yeah yeah outside forces were manipulating my thoughts mm -hmm. and even as i see that the capacity of what i'm saying can't even be grasped by my own mind in this right. moment no 
No. It's, it's, and I just took a four day uh, motorcycle ride across um, Nevada and Utah and Oregon with my husband. And when you're on the motorcycle, your, your, your mind has to stay focused on what's in front of you. You're present. So to be present. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting is how I was getting attacked with all of these other thoughts as I would ride through town after town. And I was recognizing these are not my thoughts. This yes. is collectively what's going on here. Right, right. It's yes. heavy. It's heavy. Yes. Oh, my God, it is. But why is it heavy? I'll tell you why it's heavy. Because so many like yourself have awoken up to the soul, heart and spirit, meaningful purpose, to the beautiful divine essence of our universal energy, to the whole understanding that we need to rise up to a different frequency, to a different vibration. And more and more of us are doing that and we're tilting that scale over so that people that don't or can't or won't embrace that, they know there's change there. And their voices have become louder in resistance and protest, right? So this is why we're feeling so much of that static because it's that resistance. And, you know, what they say, resistance is futile. (laughs) (laughs) Especially uh, in this and during these times. Oh, God, yeah. If you want to awaken or not, you're going to awaken up to another level. Or be left behind. Or be left behind. All will be left behind. And even as I was writing, you know, I know that the kingdom is here. Yes. Yes. It's here. But as I look at the external world, what's it going to be? I'm curious, you know, how is this transition going to happen? And I see it differently. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see the peace. I see the glory. I feel it. Because you are it. I am and that's when we talk about spiritual currency. Mm-hmm. But we start to resonate in that resonance mm-hmm. of our own truth. Mm-hmm. Then we become, we create instantly. Yes. Instantly. When you start to see that, you blow yourself away. <laughs> right? Well, and everybody I, in your vicinity, because that's the, the wavelengths that are going out, right? It's resonating on a totally different fri- vibration there. Right. And it's, uh, it's an exciting time. Yeah. I yeah. mean, exciting. And when I work with people, it's bringing them into alignment. Mm-hmm. And what we're dissecting is we're, and, and I, my clients have done a lot of work on themselves. They, they have been practicing um, meditation, yoga, self, self-growth. They're beyond self-growth. In, the, in their evolution. Yeah. They're in that self-awareness category. Right. Meaning now we're looking at fractals, mm-hmm. like granules mm-hmm. of sand mm-hmm. of, of perception of self that's actually tripping them up. It still happens, yeah. but we catch it quicker and quicker. And what I find fascinating is to dig for those little things, mm-hmm. right? In the energetic field, yes. in the chakra system. And what I'm starting to be able to see instantaneously is this moment I mentioned to them, it's in this chakra mm-hmm. that you're experiencing, they instantaneously adjust. Because it's been recognized. That's the problem. Most of the time we don't recognize. 
Um, you know, I I had uh, somebody on just this week where I know that I've I've had some past lives, you know, persecution and everything else, but also vow of poverty. And this picked him, picked up my my vow of poverty, and he immediately said, "Well, this is where the blockage is. That's where the blockage is. That's where the blockage." Is. And I, you know, thought I had obliterated, I had, you know, totally destroyed that contract, but it's so deep in the cellular that it can it will keep popping up here and there, and mm -hmm. so he he felt it, and they said, "You're out of alignment when it comes to money." That's why it's not coming to you. And he said, okay, let's just shift that alignment. And that's really what it's about, isn't it? Aligning, opening Aligning. up those channels, balancing things, being in sync with. And when we're in the egoic or in the fear base, we're in static and we can't receive on that level. We cannot. And it is all about receiving. Mm -hmm. It is reception, reception, reception. And that came to me um, about a year ago. You know, we, we not only, the, the way I see, we have receptive energy coming upward mm. from earth. And we have receptive energy coming downward from source, whatever yeah. that may be for yeah. you. And those two currents must be received. Yes. And what was interesting is, is we've been taught to ground into the earth, ground into the earth, push the energy, push the energy down. And it never occurred to me until about a year ago. It's about absorbing that earth energy. I'm so glad you have said that. I am so glad you have said that. I can't ground into the earth. I can't because then I do that. I feel all of us discord with human beings on this planet, right? I feel it yes. completely. And I'm a firm believer that it all comes, you know, from the outside flew into our channel to connect then with the earth. Uh, a lot of people think that we have the tree that earth feeds us and the root coming up. I know it's not with me. It's mm -hmm. the other way around. It is given to me to then share with the earth, yes. right? And then the earth's energy comes back in that beautiful circle to feed me back up. And it's that constant, beautiful figure eight, infinity, it always in a beautiful swirl. But this, mm -hmm. your mother ever said, will you please stop grounding? I'm hurting. Yes. And yes, we must be present on this earth plane. We chose to be here. But grounding in to the earth would mean I was grounding into this reality. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, and we can be present in this reality, but I don't want to ground into it. The present is the experience you're having in the moment to have a better experience in the next moment. But if you're grounding, you're almost kind of unrooting that experience. And that's what's going to grow. Yep, absolutely. And it's interesting. What I found interesting is a lot of the teachings mm. seem backwards. Yes. Yes. So if, if you just play with flipping, you know, with flipping it, just yeah. play with it. Yeah. Find out if it's true for you. Maybe there's certain portions of the of the population of of us that are meant to ground to the earth. Mm. I'm not one of them. No, me neither. <laughs> no. And you know what that begins to create is that torrents of energy. That yes, and that torrents of energy is what's what's allowing us to go to that other dimension within our own mind. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, 
people think we're just maybe fifth dimensional creatures. We are six, seven, eight, ninth. We can go way up there. Um, the higher we go, the less we actually need the body. But this body experience that we're having right now is part of our evolution. It's also a gift because when you can merge that beautiful other dimensional with the 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 sensitivity of the human touch and taste and feel mm -hmm. and experience in it, it heightens all of those senses and it's uh, it is the beautiful dance between the two and this is kind of the we're here to learn but we're also being gifted these beautiful experiences which is senses sensual we are a yes. sensual energy right yes and, and i look at soul wants to experience mm -hmm. spirit wants to feel yes dance in it yes it yeah. wants to feel and that's what we came here to do yes is feel and that's what the vehicle that's what the body's for yeah i would say spirit up. is action action yes yes it's the animation soul the is spirit. is wisdom the heart is the resonance of the truth the spirit is the action for the mind to know what it needs to know when it needs to know it yes and that's in you know when we look at spiritual currency that's knowing and trusting in our knowing in our yes. senses yes in our ability to feel our way through and uh, that's what trauma creates is a desensitization yeah. And, and um, kind of getting stuck in the grounding because you ground into the trauma. Yes. You, you, you imprint that. It becomes you. It Not becomes something that happened to you or for you. It becomes you. It becomes you. And, and in my case, I really couldn't see mm -hmm. that it wasn't me. I knew yes. it wasn't me. There was a knowing that. Yes, it, it wasn't me, but there was the lack of knowledge mm -hmm. of understanding how I knew that it wasn't me. I couldn't see beyond or what to do with it within yes. my own mind. Right. And what to do with it. You, you know, OK, I know that this isn't me, but why am I experiencing it? What am I meant to do with it? What, is, what am I meant to do with it? Yeah. And we're moving into everything is energy energy it always has been we're just realizing it <laughs> we're just realizing it right and that's when when i was saying we need that upward current mm -hmm. of energy from the earth that reception of that yes and that downward current to sustain yes the generator the generator the residence yeah. of who we are yeah and, and when you can reach that zone that becomes the present <gasps> yes yes and, and it, it, you can feel it. You mm -hmm. really can feel it. It's that it is that knowingness, you know, I've just, I, I know what I need to know. I trust what it is I know. Well, how do you know? Can you validate it? Where is that piece of paper to validate it? I always say God doesn't hand down those pieces of paper. I'm given what I need to know when I need to know it for the reason I need to know. Yes. And trust that, not yes. overthink it, not no. negate it. No, yes. just be it we're not good at being it are we we're good at kind of maybe doing or pursuing but the actual surrender to being is what people aren't realizing is that you, you know you're not becoming spiritual or practicing spirituality you are being it 
you are immersed in that action and that energy of that knowingness, that heart, soul, spirit, you know, and it is then the guidance system for the mind. It's not the mind deciding, it's the other way around. Right. And we're reversing what's happening now, at least I can say for myself, is that the sensations I feel, the feelings I'm having in my body are now registering to the mind that the experience is safe. Yes. This is our state of being. And the mind begins to slowly step aside to to allow for no thought. Yeah. There really is such a thing as no thought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's in those moments of trance-like state in the present moment, you see the thoughts, but you're not connected to them. So your mind is still operating. It's just not operating you. Precisely. You know, you talked about the drive and I, I drive down to my daughter, which is an, an hour and 40 minute drive and it's, it's over mountains and it's right by the water. And, but mm-hmm. there's certain parts of it that I just want to get through quickly. Cause as you said, the kind of the static and you could feel ugh, the heaviness. I want to get through here and the other parts where you could just feel the nature and the, the conduit of the energy. And I don't put the radio on. I'm not thinking of anything particularly. I am just being present. And a thought will swim by and something else will happen. And I don't attach to it. I just let these things dance in front of me and, mm-hmm. uh, and just, you know, be present. And it's like, we think that we need to be thinking all the time. No, those thoughts are always there, but we don't need to attach to them. Absolutely. I was, uh, uh, I heard someone say once that, the mind is like a dog. You have to train it to leave it. <laughs> He's always wagging his tail. Come right, and pay right. attention to me. <laughs> right, right. So, so when, when you find yourself attaching to, to a thought, uh, leave it. Leave it. Yes, right? yes. yes. Let, <laughs> let it be. It's had a thought. Let, let it go. I, but it's also we want to dictate. Okay, why am I having this thought? What does this thought mean? Da, 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 da. You know, it's just a thought. If it is meant to be important, it will create a feeling. And from that feeling, a picture. And from that picture, an understanding, right? Mm -hmm. But because we're so busy trying to understand the thought that we're not allowing the thought to manifest in the way it's meant to manifest. Absolutely. As soon as we attach to the thought, we stop the process. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and then we get stuck in the loop, don't we? Yeah, yeah. That's what trauma is, isn't it? the loop yes of any thought yes <laughs> you know a memory loop he did me wrong you know uh, or they did yep. me wrong and and you know like right now i'm you know with will smith's action the other day and um what i'm seeing across the social medias and there's one particular person that has jumped from various comments and it's anger 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 and it's uh you know it's we haven't walked in his shoes. Did were his actions right? No. But if we don't have the compassion of understanding why, then we are being judgmental. And if that judgment were torn and quarter, and you know, out comes the machete and the machine gun, and the next thing you know, well, really, was it that big? Right? And we blow things out of proportion because we get stuck stuck in the thought, and the thought takes on a hurricane type 
thing with it and gathers more and more and with it it becomes unreasonable yep thoughts that yes because if you notice he was fine with it he laughed at it mm -hmm. but as soon as he thought about yeah. what was said or saw his wife's reaction and it, it created the next experience yeah which you know to me it was we're all scrutinized yeah but not to the to the extent that they are right right their whole life is scrutinized and sometimes you you hold it in you hold it in and you mm. hold it in we don't know what was yeah. held in up until that moment yes and then the but trigger i don't think it was the moment I think it was a many, many other moments prior to that. Yes, a little volcano waiting to erupt. And that's when I when I say every experience is for us. Yes. Right? Yes. There's huge growth for him, which what little I know about Will Will Smith, you know, he he seems somewhat awakened. I can yes. say. Well, he, but he he definitely is open and willing and participating in the journey but knows he hasn't got it all because do we no. we don't know when we're going to react to something in that moment right we hope we're going to you know step into our zen that we don't know we just don't know if that something is going to come up that is an accumulation of things that we thought we'd got rid of or we thought we had dealt with but no it was still to be resolved and the conversation is out there about him and you've got the polarized hate, kill, to, you know, this, that. And then you've got the other good for him for standing up for his wife and the other of where do we draw the line with comedians of where they can, for a laugh, demean or belittle someone else at the expense of. And it now calls into conversation. So whether you like it or not, maybe he was the catalyst for a conversation on a different level. Absolutely. Um, and I think that the, that comedians make fun of other people for as a way to laugh. Yeah. And if you're, I've seen this. Yes. I've seen this in, in group gatherings in mm. society, right? Yeah, it can get really below the belt, can't it? It can. It can. And it's, it's sarcastic and it's another form of victim victimizer. Yes. And, and that's really what, um, you know, we have to remember that the comedian himself isn't treating anyone any differently than he treats himself. Exactly. The more the bitterness, the more the bitterness towards self, right? And, and that's where when, when you become self-aware of all of these thoughts, you know, it's always surprising Oh, I still have that reaction to certain things. Yes. Oh, it's still there. That's interesting, right? That was it. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Where's that coming from? Is this mine? Yes. Or coming from the collective? Which I think at the present moment, and you know this because you, you, you've experienced it, especially on your last ride. We talk about being in tuned and central, you know, I have another show called Central Expressions, which is about being in tune to our senses. But I'm with you right now that it's actually been kind of quite difficult at times. Uh, and I did a, a show myself the other day on spiritual depression. 
and because we are really feeling that resistance we're really feeling that pain coming to the surface and you know kind of will doing that is just a, another you know a part of the volcano that is erupting and and there is a big eruption coming which is a form of release but that's the same with our own trauma our own feelings that we have to let it release because if we don't let it release it boils over and it manifests and it either causes dis-ease within us or dysfunction outside, but it will always cause a disconnect. Always. And that those emotions, those emotional stories is what we're, we're talking about is, you know, you and I can feel yes. all the emotional stories. Yes. When we, and it can be quite painful. And they're yeah. quite painful, yeah. right? And part of my journey has been, has been able to distinguish that those aren't mine, right? But yes. I can feel it. And it also does, it doesn't always escape me from processing it. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Don't take it on. <laughs> and I had, a, um, you know, I live on a 300 acre ranch Lovely. Which is with, with um, immense nature, right? Mm. And, and nature is the truth teller. Oh God. Yes. So when I'm feeling emotional, I will go out in somewhere on the ranch into nature mm. to be held. Yes. As, as I expel these emotions and what begins to happen as we're beyond self-growth and we're in that self-awareness uh, place, we have these emotions come up, but we're not attached to them. Right. We, they are still painful. Oh yes. But the mind is the, uh, mind doesn't attach to any particular story mm -hmm. in those moments of release which which is what i've trained myself to do is to let this pass let it move through me i don't want to hang on to it no. now is part of it mine yes part of it the collective yes but i don't identify with it any longer right That's exactly it. yeah it, it's it's there but it's not a part of you. I did a show on, on kind of miserable mums, which is about kids going off to college and the whole thing of it. And she's done it in a comedic way with, uh, you know, pictures and graphics and kind of like the balloon type thing. So, you mm -hmm. know, the, the mouth is saying one thing and the balloon is saying another. And, <laughs> and in a lot of ways that, you know, if we recognize our thoughts, we're saying something, the thoughts are trying to say something else. Let's just pop the bubble. Yep. Right. Let's not give the thoughts the power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and in that moment, and this just happened oh, a couple of weeks ago with that bubble, mm -hmm. spirit spoke and spirit was speaking to the mind and saying, stay here, stay with me, mm. stay here. And let all that energy be released. Yes. Stay with me. Yes. Kept calling the mind back, the soul back. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, as you said, it's people will think, stay here, root and, and, and solidify yourself. I, mm -hmm. You know, I can refer a lot to the willow tree and when I die, I want to be planted with a willow tree. And it's like the, the roots are firmly in the ground. They're connected to the earth. I feel it. The trunk for the life experience is nice and solid. But those branches 
have to constantly be in flow and go wherever the wind needs to blow because if it hasn't got that freedom to flow it cannot be solid or rooted in anything else love that love that and being um you know it's it's yeah like it's about being in the flow yes and yes. you know spirit knows where we're headed mm -hmm. and it's always guiding us even when the experiences seem awful yeah they're guided it's for a reason, right? Every time we experience something, it's for a reason. It's for us to go through it, to experience it and go through the process to understand, you know, that is either old programming or something that is external, not internal, and mm. that it was somebody else's angst or disconnect that was imposed upon you. And that, you know, what, what you seed, what you water, what you nurture is what's going to grow. Um, mm. I used to do a practice with, with, my, with my clients is write down everything that you feel is against you, everything that makes you miserable. Now write down everything that makes you happy and that you're grateful for. Now choose which one you're going to feed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when we get to that point where we understand, I don't need to feed this trauma anymore. Mm -mm. I don't need to feed this pain anymore. I don't need to feed this dysfunction anymore. Right. I want I want a new plate, <laughs> with different food on the plate. Thank you. That is much healthier for my psyche. And that's that's that is a difficult transition. Yes. And, you know, I, I, you know, we're we're talking about it in a, in a, these positive things, these things we know we want. Right. These the things we desire, the things that we're passionate about um, and this conditional, this mm. loopy all the time and there's that constant pull to go yeah. to the negative and as mm -hmm. soon as you start heading towards just mm -hmm. being with all of those wonderful things that you desire it gets that pull back to the other so it's not not a, a simplistic it's like a, <laughs> it's like a boot camp right it's a it's a it's yeah. a testing ground right to, um you, you've got to earn it practice coming back yes to, i i i deserve it i yes. want this i yes. desire this you yes. deserve it it just is yes it it's what it is. is your beautiful essence of peace and love is who you are meant to be you are in discovery on coming into presence of your essence mm -hmm. but but there are some rules and regulations you can't take hate you can't take fear you can't take pain with you because it doesn't belong there so you have to go through the process to release and eliminate in order to step into that zone you do and it's a practice it is i i was um sitting with abundance you know abundance and really looking at this the other day and abundance isn't we're already abundant right right but it's a feeling of fullness it's an expansion yes it's not things mm -hmm. it's not places it's mm -hmm. not people it's not experiences mm -hmm. it's just this fullness of that upward and downward current of energy that's abundance it's that kind of gratitude of being right mm -hmm. every time you give or you do or you share 
that makes a difference in somebody else's life, it is a gift right back to you. I know. And I've learned that um, in the service that I do with my spiritual teaching um, with, with my clients. It's a, it's a, a continual learning for, for both sides. You know, I, if, if I'm, if I'm in, in, uh, with, with one of my students, I'm listening just as closely to what I'm saying mm-hmm. because essentially they're me. We're all a part I, of each other, right? Right. And I'm teaching myself. Yes. This person's just chosen to show up and be my mirror for reflection, mm-hmm. my reflection. Right. So I listen to those recordings yeah. every week because that's really I was speaking to, to myself. Well, the best teacher is those that listens from their students, yes. learns from their students. Yes. You know, if you're a teacher that feel you know it all and you're lauding your information, you've missed the point. Right? Absolutely. When you're Absolutely. willing to learn along with your student and be in that discovery, as you know, with my shows, people say, well, are you going to ask me questions? No, I'm in discovery of who you are and what you're doing just as much as my audience is. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that discovery. It is let's unravel more. I want more. Right. Because there is that reflection back. Show like, me. Show me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what spirit is. You yes. Know, we're, we're, we're living in a holographic field mm-hmm. and in a mirror. You know, I always think of, think of the inside of a crystal. Yeah, in, you know, there's crevices and angles, yes. and that's what we're living in. We yeah. can turn, and our perception can change, and the whole view of everything can change, and like that. But when you look in that crystal, you are never a perfect image, right? You're, you're cracked. You're this. You're that. You're everything else. And you know, I love the word flawsome. Mm. You know, when we embrace our flawsomeness and understand it is our flaws that has made us awesome. Yes. Right. They, uh, yes. What makes a diamond more valuable is its flaw. Right. Yes. What yes. makes us more valuable is embracing those beautiful flaws, releasing what doesn't service, stepping into our service mm-hmm. and being that beautiful essence that we're meant to be. That's flawsomeness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's been one of the gifts of writing this book. Mm-hmm. All of those flaws all yes. those secrets you know, our flaws are our secrets and secrets are really the addiction yeah right or the embarrassment or the, the shame <laughs> yes yes shame, right yes because, and so writing that book was was that experience mm. and the freeing um and and plus i'm reaching an age in my life i'm you know mid 50s i don't care as much anymore about Mid sixties. I don't care. It doesn't matter. No. I I spent my whole life caring, and that was a suppression. Um, (sighs) And denying yourself. And lying to myself. Yes. Mm. Yes. So it's been. um, You know the the thing about holding on to all of this stuff. It's it becomes our own self persecution, and by owning it and releasing it and sharing it. It is a, a releasement of self-judgment, and it, but it is also deleting any right for anyone else to judge you. 
because nobody has the right to judge you whatsoever. They may not like certain actions that you do. We all have that right to like or not like, but mm -hmm. to judge or to persecute someone based on that, um, we, we can be our own persecutors, most certainly. But as we release that and we in that self-discovery of our awesomeness, of our flawsomeness, of our beautiful spiritual heart, soul connection, that um, we look at some of the things and I'm, I'm in the process of gathering information for my book and I look at it and go, do I want to share that? <laughs> and it's like, what was I thinking or who was I then? But in order to understand who I am now, I have to reveal who I was then. Yep. Yep. We ab absolutely. And that, um, that was such a lifetime ago. Yes. I, I mean, I, and it's like you look at that person and you go, I don't identify. And you know, there's, there's um, you know, one of the th things I, uh, I was a, an athlete mm -hmm. for 10 years of my life. I, I was a mountain bike, semi-professional mountain bike racer. And so um, I was, I always talk about a lot of, mountain bike racing as a metaphor for my life right mm -hmm. you know it's, the hill was always about conquering something right and in the, the spiritual journey is mm -hmm. is a, a roller coaster of yeah. the same right but one of the things i loved about mountain biking was that i could be scared shitless yes and in that moment of going 50 miles an hour downhill and getting to the bottom of the hill and all my parts were together going, <laughs> yes, that was exhilarating. That's what the spiritual journey is like. The hero's journey is like, yes. is when you face that aspect of that old part of you that was persecuting you. Yeah. And you see that there's such a, oh, there's such a freedom in that. When you can see it, finally really see it for what it was. Um, and I remember going, the only one keeping me here is me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that feeling of kind of shitness and etheric at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is kind of the feeling that as we unravel ourselves and deprogram and release, it is like you look at something, oh, God, it had such hold on me. And it's like, you know, I, I can release this hold. It's my choice, right? That let go. I, I and and as you do that, it does become authoric as you step into yourself and release. So it is that adrenaline rush. It's like, oh God, I've just taken a huge heavy coat that's uh -huh. been weighing me down, and it's like, oh, ha, 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 you know, freedom, <laughs> freedom. <laughs> that's uh, you know, freedom. Freedom is um is from thought mm. yes you know, that's when we when we're really talking about you know letting go <laughs> i remember my teachers you just let go and mm. it'd be like let go of what yeah <laughs> yes right i'm yes. Not letting go what do you mean i'm letting go i'm i'm working this whole thing to death right yeah. <laughs> but it never occurred to me to just stop thinking about it because when you stop thinking about it what the core problem is will be revealed right now you know a lot of programs will pay attention to the verbiage or the feeling that you're in and let's attack the feelings but 
it is the root that you need to dig out. Mm -hmm. And we don't get to the root if we are so immersed in what that trauma did to us, right? So if we could stop thinking about the trauma and actually, you know, metaphorically in our minds, I'll dig that root wherever it is. Suddenly mm -hmm. that root you start seeing floating by, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. that was what it was. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, now you know you you're rootless now, mate. You've got no, no land here to root in. But because we're so busy trying to think it and understand it, we're not allowing ourselves to go through the process of feeling and releasing it. Yes. Yes. I and I was um I'm I'm a competitive person. That's what the, the point I was going to say about the mountain biking. Mm. And um, my grandkids, I have a six-year-old granddaughter and 11-year-old grandson, and they race dirt bikes. Mm. And I, I go out almost every weekend to watch them. And I watch this competitive part of who I am. Right. That's not a part of myself I want to discard. No. But it's, it's just again, redirect. It's redirected, <laughs> yes. right? It's not about beating someone else. No. It's about and I think the accomplishment of self, of experience. Self. Mm -hmm. It's you compete with yourself. You're yeah. continually pushing yourself. You're playing these games yeah. within yourself. And that's what I teach my grandson when you're out there writing. Play with the clock. Yeah. Go faster that lap. Overcome mm -hmm. that hill that you could, couldn't overcome. That's all it's about. It's not about the person ahead of you. Right. It's about who you become each time you come over one of these obstacles. Yes. And don't, and don't think it, but feel it. Listen, you know, if that feeling kind of comes up, uh, no, this isn't the time to take that leap. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. you know, my, my son uh, skipped school one day and went to a friend's ravine and they had this big huge hook over a 20 foot ravine and they would swing and he said that he got on it and his foot wasn't secure and he, he went to get off it and the guy said well my girlfriend can do it so ego stepped in he did it i get a phone call from the hospital he has fallen 20 feet down the embankment when he was in the water and woke up his leg was behind him he snapped his femur in half, right? So he actually picked his leg up and put it back. And he said that every instinct told him not to do that, but the ego was challenged. And I think, you know, the best thing we can teach our athletes um, is to listen to that instinct. And I'm going to refer back to Will Smith in, in King Richard. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a plan. And as he went through the plan, he watched all those young tennis players in the juniors and he watched how the parents would berate them and then you know the the stars end up being drug addicts or in trouble or this or that and he said not for my kids right they're going to get a's they're going to have an education they're going to learn how to deal with those pressures mm -hmm. so then we already know they're excellent tennis players but they've got to be everything else as well yeah. right and and trust those instincts and that's why they ended up being exceptional players, not just because of their talent, but because they had everything else well-rounded. And I think when we, I don't like the word compete or, or compare when it comes to humanity, right? When it comes to each other or to ourselves, to comparing ourselves with other people, we can challenge ourselves. 
we can push ourselves, but we must always listen to our inner core message and listen well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to hear that voice. Ego gets in the way. Ego gets in the way. But when you really look at, when, when you can, I, and I don't think there's not anyone that's listening to this cannot say that when they needed to hear, it was loud and clear. Yes. And I, you know, I invite everyone to look at the, those landmark moments in your life. Yeah. And what was guiding you? Mm -hmm. What voice were you listening to? Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I write about is those landmark moments in listening. It's when we, when we really listen, we make choices that are beyond us yeah. and we can follow through. Yes, because when you're in trauma or tension or stress or anything else, everything about you shuts down. Mm. There is no clarity, right? The heart needs to be open for the soul to speak to it, for the spirit to know the action, for the mind to know what it needs at that time. Mm -hmm. So that's why we say breathe, take a breath, loosen up, let the flow run through you and trust how you feel the knowledge, not think the knowledge. Mm -hmm. We've been so conditioned though with our thoughts as being the intellect, the superior intellect. And yet we're incredibly dumb as a race because we're still neophondicling in the way we treat each other. Yes. Yes, in the way we treat each other. Because we don't come from the heart, soul, and spirit. We come no. from the agonic mind. My way is better. I'm more protect, superior. Protect, protect my identity. Protect, yes. protect me, protect me, whatever, whatever that may be. Or whatever the cost. <laughs> With the cost, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I was even thinking about this or reflecting on this the other day about cities, mm. you know, nature, when you get in nature, the trees speak to you, the grass speaks to you. Everything is speaking to you to remind you mm. of who you really are. Yeah. And when you get into a city and you get bombarded by billboards, sounds, lights, mm reverberating off the concrete oh, yeah and you know how can you find your soul in those yes. moments when we're so overstimulated mm. uh, with everything and i think cities are meant to suck the life out of you mm -hmm. And that's why we're invited to go out into the countryside or this is why we need more greenery, more parks, you know, more rivers, more everything else. And this is why on a sunny day, you see thousands of people congregating towards that to get that experience, to be able to download. I live here in Victoria, BC, and we have the waterfront there and it's a beautiful walk when the wind is blowing, clear out the cobwebs, the water is slapping against the shore, the dogs are chasing sticks, the kids are riding bikes, yep. you know, the trees are rustling in the wind and everything about it is rejuvenating. And it's innate. Yes. And it's innate to do that. Yeah. We have the answers, but it is the willingness to participate. Again, get out of mind 
You know, I remember a friend who had stepped into a beautiful spiritual gift of healing. Um, since then, he's gone on to producing beautiful salves that uh, energetically he's put together that are wonderful healing. But over and over again, it's, I've got to understand it. Why is it happening? I've got to understand it. And over and over again, it said, no, you don't. You've just got to experience it. Mm-hmm. You've just got to learn from the experience of it. The more you're trying to understand it, the less you're going to know. And he just didn't get that for the longest time. And clearly somewhere along the line he did because of what he's doing now. But it, it was quite frustrating <laughs> because he kept snapping back to that. And that is that memory muscle, right? And we, we've got to stretch that muscle, you know, yep. so that it doesn't have a, a, so much electricity. Yep. To, you know, and that's, again, that's just another form of the ego. Mm. Um, and no, come back over here. Mm. You have to understand why you need to know why. Yeah. And when, when we're in allowance, yeah. um, you'll notice your mind try to convince you that you need to know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And, you, and I'm not saying that suddenly you wake up and none of these things happen. It's just you're aware of what your mind, your ego's mind is, is trying to do. It's trying to pull you back mm-hmm. into the mind. So I guess what I'm sharing here is that it, to a degree, it doesn't go away. Right. right? It's in the it's, memory bank. It's, it's in, but it's not as exercise. Exactly. We, we want it to be an outside thought and not become an internal thought. Right. Because sometimes not knowing why may seem like you're ignoring something. Yeah. But your ego is going to try to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's been my experience is, is to just relax and be okay with accepting what is. And part of accepting what is, is not knowing the next, the next, the next, the next. Which is actually, it could be wondrous. It could be exciting. But one of the things you've got to let go of, what will people think? Yep. You know, you talk about how many people like yourself have come from kind of a rather structured life, you know, structured career, and then totally gone the other way into trusting the feeling and being guided and being led to know what you need to know. And, you know, some people think, oh, well, that's just a whole load of hooey. And that is because they're too scared to let go for the fear of what other people would think. Yes. Yes. And then, and I talk about that being the, uh, people have, perceptions of us Mm. which creates an identity and when you start to really become awakened you start to notice that when you enter Mm -hmm. into someone else's bubble you're being identified as a certain role in that bubble Mm -hmm. and you can choose to play or not play yeah. But when you start showing up as I'm not, ident- I'm not going to identify myself as what you perceive me as. Yes. Those relationships begin to shift, maybe mm-hmm. fall apart entirely, mm-hmm. right? And that's part of the process of, of becoming aware. Right. Is we're changing these dynamics in which we've been operating in that keeps us in that egoic 
perception. And, you know, I even have like my daughters, it's really interesting. They, over time, they see me. Yeah. They see me. And, um, and I had an experience with my brother just recently. And he, I thought he was seeing me in this particular reaction that he had of like, oh no, that's our dynamic in which we grew up in. He doesn't see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh. when, that, when that interaction began to happen, I was like, oh, this is like so dysfunctional in the dynamic in which we grew up in. And I saw the way that he oh, had to be in control and how he mm. controlled me. Mm. And in this in incident, I, could, I knew exactly what was going on, right? And I could change my own perception of myself. Yes. And, and not allow that. I mean, we really, other people's opinion has got nothing to do with you, right? Yes. You know, in, in a way, you know, and it's my, my sister kind of gets what I do, but she doesn't understand why I do it. She did call me a communistic do-gooder, <laughs> <laughs> which I had to laugh at. My brother is an author. The way he writes, he's totally in the spiritual world. The way he lives, humbug. I've interviewed him a number of times on on his work. And even with my own kids, I notice I switch channels. Right now, they know they see, you know, who mom is today, what mom is doing. They're very proud of it. Um, But they're not quite ready to completely immerse themselves into that wholly. So I know that we all have different channels in the way we communicate. And that's okay. I'm not losing anything of me. I'm just not being the whole of me because it's too much for them at this time. Yes. Yes. I like that. I like that. It's not costing um, me anything. Right? Right. And and, and, and as long as you're aware that you're not changing who you are to be in that relationship, then it's only benefiting the greater whole. Right. So just being a different volume set. Yep. Yep. Right. And some people can't be in that residence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and, can... and then they see me talking to someone else or interviewing someone they know. And then they see the true essence of the energy. And it's like, oh, but it, it's not quite yet ready for that whole channel between us yet. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. They're still in their own self-discovery. That's right. Right. And one day they will, they will get there and then it will be, ah, you know, it's my son. I, this is my 10th anniversary this week of podcasting and June will be nine anniversary, nine years of my, of my own network. And um, my son was always pushing monetize, 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 mom, mom, monetize. And, you know, I'm a businessman and I go, okay, you've got to understand the podcast business, et cetera, because I do everything by donation. And eventually he said, okay, I get it. I'm sorry, I was pushing you to monetize where really you're already enriched and abundant. That is your e-commerce. And, you know, whether people see that e-commerce and match it with the dollars that is on them and that this is, you know, your gift to give and that you can't do anything else other than what you're doing, mom. I understand that now. And, you know, finally got there, which was great. (laughs) (laughs) Because we do want to be seen by our family. We do want to be seen by our children. But they're going to see us from where they're at. 
not where we are at. So don't hold it against them. Don't say, you don't see me. Just keep giving them glimpses that they can acknowledge until eventually they get to the point where they can see the whole of you. And, and in the meantime, they see the glimpses in the whole yes. of themselves. Yeah. And, and, and that's why we don't care mm. what people think anymore. No. That's, that that's your prerogative. You know, I say, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm somebody's strong cup of black coffee. It's, you know, it, you can tune in because you like our style or not. Nobody is forcing you. Everything is free will. We're there if you want us. Right. Right. That's all we can be. You know, as I say, we can take a horse to water. We can't make it drink, but we leave it there long enough and it's going to realize it's thirsty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Patience. <love> Patience. <laughs> and that's something you do learn when you step into this, right? Patience. Oh, oh. <laughs> I laugh because uh, very impatient person most of my life. Mm -hmm. And um, to be in the flow and follow spirit, it takes patience. It takes faith. It's, it's, you have a vision, you have a goal, there's something you want to achieve, and you will when the alignment is right. Mm -hmm. Don't lose the vision. Don't lose the why of the vision, but don't keep pushing it because you're going to push it against what it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. Just allow it to unravel and it will come together with the right people at the right time. And that's something you have to be very patient of and surrender to. Yep. It's um, what's, what I was reminding me of is as I start when it took me two years to write Spirit Speaks. Mm -hmm. It was just part of my process. That was the yeah. reason I wrote it, right? But um, I started painting mm. when I started writing. And then I was encouraged to, um, to create an online gallery of my paintings. And my paintings are about depicting my own spiritual journey. Yes. Each, each painting showed me where I was on my own mm. evolution. And so... Um, I have an online gallery. It's called Denise Shad Art. And there is fine artists mm. and not comparing and right. remembering yes. that I'm just here sharing. Someone will get what they need from me sharing this part of myself mm -hmm. um, that wanted to be expressed. And spirit just kept keep painting, keep painting. Mm -hmm. Now I can't say that I don't like, oh my gosh. My, these people are artists, so, and, yeah. but always remember and don't compare yourself. This is not, this is not what it's, you, it's deadly. It's deadly to compare. Somebody is going to look at your picture and it's going to speak volumes to them in that moment. Somebody else may look at it and go, mm -hmm, nice painting. Yep. Right. And yep. again, you put out the book, we put out these shows, you put out your art, you put out your program, how people are going to receive it and what they're going to do with it is out of our hands. It, it, and I love that you said that because that's exactly something that I've been, you know, I'm curious who these people are going to be that yeah. read the book and appreciate the art and and enjoy it, all of it. I'm curious to find out who they are 
because that's part this is part of my journey of self-expression yeah. is through this writing um and through this painting mm-hmm. so interaction is something that isn't done enough when people are on the journey. They kind of go so inward that they forget to connect outward. And mm-hmm. it's like, as you are awakening your soul, spirit and heart and going on this journey of embracing your divine essence, you will come across other people that you go, oh yeah, yeah, I feel it or I see it or I hear it. Reach out and connect. You know, who knows where that connection is going to go, whether it's a comment on on social media or comment on the painting or comment here on these shows, folks, because Mm. that comment helps us a understand you get it or you got something from it. But it, it, it also is that interaction of keeping the story going in another in another realm. Yes, yes, that inner that interaction. And, you know, as you know, you've been doing this for 10 years. And a lot of times you don't get any feedback. Oh, many times. Many, many times. Yeah. And then you just get that one. It changed my life or it did this or it did that. Right. Yeah. Yep. I had a a gentleman um, come to me for a different reason. And I knew on a, on a spiritual level for my own spiritual evolution, I was meant to, uh, to be with him. It was uh, convincing him. He, w- he wanted me to invest in his company. And I said, no, I think we're supposed to work together on the spiritual realm because we both need, our energies need to come mm-hmm. together and meet for a spiritual evolution. And I right. knew it. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, it took me about a week to get him to see that I'm like, spiritually, we're supposed to be together for something. And when our energies come together, mm-hmm. it's the most magnificent. I mean, spirits there, it's alive, yeah. Yeah. but that was something I couldn't let go of. It's right. like, no, I don't want to invest in your company, but I want to work with you. Yeah. No, yes. I, I know we're supposed to be together. I don't know why. Can right. You, but you? that's part of the exploration. Exactly. The thing is, is trust the why, you know, trust the, the feeling, right? Okay. You know, we're resonating on the same vibe here. Let's mm-hmm. see where it goes, because that is just the introduction. That is just the door opening. What's happening behind those doors is the exploration. Mm-hmm. And when you do it together with those succinct energies, it is the wonderment i love the wonderment i when i first started doing these shows i had no idea how to do it i did them live for the first uh, 13 months you talk about things going wrong they went wrong right (laughs) and and it was learn 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 from it but it was that discovery you know as you said through all that you've done and for the books that you've done and the teachers you've done the I don't know how many shows it is, 2,500 or more shows that I've done over the, the last 10 years. And as you know, they're an hour long or more that I have learned so much about myself. And it has been such a wonderful evolution of my own spirit, which was always there, but felt it had to be in the background. And now it's fully immersed out in the front ground. And, uh, and that's why people like yourself, we keep doing shows together because we know the energies dance, right? Yes. And that's yes. the beauty of it. Share the energy, folks. Share it. Let it 
let it reveal, let it just go where it needs to go, right? There is no other an agenda other than the elevating of our divine energy. When I go out into the world, right, even on this coming into the show, writing this book, I don't know how spirit is going to touch your life. I don't. No. And I, and I don't need to know why. I just need to remember that every interaction with another human being is an opportunity for spirit to do um, what it knows mm -hmm. that the other person needs the best. All I do yes. is show up. I have had so many authors who have come back after I've interviewed them and they've said, I thought this book would do this. It ended up doing that, that, that. Oh my God, it just went further and touched more lives in such different ways than I ever thought it could. Mm -hmm. Right? And mm -hmm. that is the greatest gift back because you think it's going to do this, but people will pick it up and it does that. And that's the thing is this like a child, we prepare them and then we let them go. Yeah. And then as they explore and they achieve this and do that, do that, it's like, wow. How extraordinary is that? How wonderful is that? And so, you know, I hate any form of dictation because I'm very much about allow. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. we just put it out in good faith and good spirit, we allow it to go where it needs to go, like a river flows down around the riverbed. Mm -hmm. It's interesting so, to watch that, though. It's going to be interesting in six months or a year from now with the feedback from the book mm -hmm. of people sharing their stories uh, of how I didn't expect it would do this or expect it would do that, or I'm glad it's done this and I'm glad I've done that. And that's why feedback is important folks, because it just opens up all those other beautiful chakras and energy fields that, you know, it's not just one dimensional. We want it to be a beautiful rainbow, all of the chakras fed. Uh, and, and it just, it's like where I encourage people to do other, you know, podcast books, like books, book mm -hmm. uh, meetings, have podcast meetings. Everyone listen to the show and then afterwards talk about what they got from it, yes. what they saw, what they learned and then share together because that this was my perception. This is what I got. I got this, got that, got, and my God, you've got a beautiful smokerboard of gops. <laughs> right? Share, share, share. <laughs> oh, and when you come together and share, um, just yesterday, my husband and I listened to a podcast, and it was interesting when we talked about it this morning, what he remembered mm. and his perception of it. We didn't listen to it together. We listened to it mm. apart, and then we came together and talked about it. But it was so interesting. I'm like, I didn't hear that part. I yeah. didn't notice that. Uh -huh. And because we were we were talking about it, he was showing me something that I didn't notice and vice versa. Yes. And that's and you know, and that's the great thing about doing what we're doing even right now. Yeah. Is you know, we're both giving each other different perspectives. We resonate mm -hmm. on what we see, but you're you're sharing your way of seeing it and I'm mm -hmm. sharing mine, and they're similar. Yes. And they're just uh, at a different angle, right? A different brush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even even right in writing a memoir, you know, it's only my perception of the reality. Mm -hmm. 
you know, when I speak to family members, I speak to my brother, I don't remember that. Right. But that's okay. I wrote the book anyway. This yeah. is my truth. Yes. Yes. It's actually interesting because I was, my book was going to be very much kind of accumulation of the shows that Sarah's View's Life has done, which is my perceptions that I share every week and I was going to amalgamate it. And my daughter said, uh, okay, mom, yeah, that's a book you need to write, but um, I'm sure people need to know your story. And I go, well, you know, my story kind of comes out there. No, mom. Mm -hmm. And then she brought up a memory of something that happened to me. It was when I was in boarding school. I was 11. My dad had passed. I was asthmatic thing, couldn't do a few things. And uh, three girls grabbed me by the hair and they dug a hole in the ground and they were planting me like a weed. All right. The stupid thing is they planted me right outside the principal's window <laughs> or office. Ah. Right. And she came and gave them what for. And I, I had told her that story once and she had remembered that. Right. And years ago I had told her that. And she said, but you know, what did you feel from that? I mean, she, she is a, a, got a degree in social work and, and deals mm -hmm. with mental health and everything else. And, and, and I said, I can tell that story because I didn't feel anything now, but obviously because I remembered the story, it had to have some sort of trauma on me at the time. Right. I actually do remember the principal sending me out of prayers in the morning and telling the, the, the cause I was in boarding school, telling the kids, yes, my father had died. Stop, leave me alone. Cause they, you're a liar, you know, and it was getting, bullied and all of that at school and then I noticed that I was treated a little differently after that but I was always the oddball I have never fitted into society and never much, however much I tried I failed who did I fail myself what you're saying is it's making me laugh but it's making me emotional too because I totally can relate I've never felt like I fit in and I always thought that there was something wrong with me yes. really, there's something wrong with everybody else yeah. I'm the one that's actually normal exactly right normal yeah meaning spiritual yes you know, I've been spiritually awake my whole life yeah, exactly society convinced me that I wasn't right you're weird you're odd you're woohoo Right. You know, I saw the beauty in everything. I was a happy child mm -hmm. considering what I had gone through mm -hmm. and to be happy, joyful and free seemed abnormal. Yeah. As I reflect back, yes. that's the thing that people couldn't deal with was the fact that I was so resilient mm. to what had happened into my life. I kept my happy, joyful, and free until I couldn't any longer. Right. And that's the moment I lost myself. Yes. Is when I said, it's too much work to fight for my happiness in this family any longer. And I think that's what happens to a lot of children. We were indigo kids here to ignite the heart and souls of others, but we got shut down. We but, we, but we couldn't be suppressed for too long because that's what we're here to do, to keep igniting those heart, souls, and spirits. So we had to take that journey to reignite ourselves, not deny our own presence and essence, mm -hmm. and not to worry about how other people perceive us 
because a none of our business we're not going to change their minds if they don't want to be changed and yeah. we speak to the people who hear and see us who feel us and understand we're doing this with love from the heart from the soul from the spirit for the good of them and for the good of the planet and you either hear it and see it or you don't but we're no longer defined by whatever that reaction is absolutely and happiness seems you know now i see people curious yeah what is that yes what is that you know uh, more and more i see that what what is that i want to be in that energy yeah Right. But it's also, have you noticed the happiness that you used to be in was more like a sugar high, whereas the happiness we're in now is just like the amber coals of a fire, just nice yeah. and warm. And it's like, you know, you don't need to be over the top. You know, it's just, ah, it's a different level of happiness. It's, yes, it's um, <laughs> the way when you first come into happiness it's like that it's yeah. like that rush yeah but then that becomes a new normal and, yeah. and we i have to remind myself no matter what's going on in the world if i just look around i'm still happy yeah i'm yes. still happy yes i'm not dissatisfied and did you ever go through the 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 guilt of I'm here to do a job. Why am I happy when there's so much going wrong in the world? You know, I, you know, I'm here. Why am I not having an effect? And you feel guilt, guilt, guilt. And again, all we can be is a beacon of light to shed light on your essence. But it's up to you and each and every one of us to, to be participate in our own lives, in our own journey to reach their own light. We're just shedding light on the path for you. That's all. And so, you know, I still feel like you, you know, you can't help but feel the sadness and the heaviness and, and the, the, the distraughtness that's out there. And sometimes it really can consume me and I have to do what I have to do to switch it off because I can't do anything other than white light it and send love and carry on doing the work I'm doing. Um, I mean, we can't take that on, but as empaths, we do, right? And it, it, that's why I wrote, you know, did that show in spiritual depression because it is mm -hmm. a thing. You know, we can become very, very depressed from all the suppression and everything that we're feeling. And we need to put ourselves into a state of joy to remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing because it is about the heart, soul, and spirit joy. Mm -hmm. And that is the only thing, that beautiful accumulation of love is the only thing that's going to heal us. It's the only thing, and and I love that you brought this up because um, to feel guilty that you feel that loved. I mean, it's a con it's a conditioning. And once you realize mm -hmm. that guilt was conditioned into you so that you wouldn't be the love and the happiness and the joy. Yes, uh, and you know that that would definitely describe why there's so many people that are addicted. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Because you've been made to feel guilty about being the truth of who you are, which is the love. And to me, addiction is just, it's not about the substance. It's about that feeling of guilt and shame. About and denial. Denial. And denial. About yes. who you really are. You're and what you're really here to do. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 
you know, I, in writing this book, I could see um, that my goodness made my parents so uncomfortable that that's what created the the abuse, mm. the emotional, the physical, and the sexual abuse, because my goodness made them so uncomfortable about uh, when, who they were or weren't. Exactly. You were reflecting what they were not. And instead of rising up to it and, and wanting to become better, they punished you. Which, if we look at the world, yes, we really look at what's going on yeah. in the world is that most people feel suppressed yes. of what it is, of the truth, of what yeah. it is they truly are. Yes. Everything in their environment is telling them, no, don't be the love. No, don't yeah. be the light. No, don't be the happiness. We've been conditioned to suffer. Right. It's and, you know, you've got people with constant conspiracy theories and this and that. And, oh you know, goodness. it's the people doing this to this and people doing that to us. You know, you're pointing fingers, you're pointing fingers, you're pointing fingers. But what you're doing is abstaining the fingers that are looking back at the same. What are you going to do about it? There will always be those people. But are you going to keep nourishing those people through your own hate or your own this or your own that? Or are you going to step into the light of love? and be the solution that is going to be the weapon against them. It, and the victimization, that's just another form of victimization that keeps it going. And yes, it's, it's, we agreed to live in this suppression, which was the mind. Mm. We chose it collectively. You and I came here to show others that there's another way yeah all i am is an is is an example human beings need examples of something you know that's why there's leaders yes right but we're just it's not that we need to be led humanity doesn't need to be led it needs need to be inspired to be and they need to have something to aspire to yes but that inspiration begets the invitation that aspires them to want more for themselves yes. to willing to take the journey willing to discover what this love thing is that we're talking about right willing to to go through that pain and suffering and release it so that they can step in to that joy of life to that beautiful essence of who they are to that love that literally is the nectar of our very essence and and to see, I think innately, deep down, every human knows this. That's why there's so much resistance, because they know the invitation is there, and they're being challenged to accept it. Mm -hmm. And some are opposed to it, no matter what, they're going to retaliate. Resistance is futile. <laughs> You either have got to get with the love program or you will be left behind because we are going over here to this beautiful vibration of love. This is what we need as a human race, as a whole, a whole living race on this planet. It's what the planet needs. It's what the universe needs. And we either get with the program or we will be left behind. And I started looking at this about, um, you know, when I look at who's in my life, 
Now, are they all on the spiritual path? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah. Or maybe at some different level, right? But who am I to say? But I started to reflect on, are they coming to the new world with me? Mm -hmm. Right? And when when we start to really look at, they wouldn't be in my life if there wasn't that aspect of them there. Right. Right. And so. It's that uh, channel again that is open and you're just hoping that it's going to open some more so you keep it open because you know the potential is there the possibility is there right it's just you know so I look at that like oh that's interesting when someone shows up it's like oh are they going to be in the new world well the new world is within you it's your inner world right yes and in, in in what we're talking about here is discovering that inner world is there there's only love there it's not a new world order. It's a new world of loving. <laughs> and it's, in, it's innate in each yes. one of us. It is yes. inside of us. Just waiting to be ignited. Just waiting. Yes. And so it's, um, and, you know, my, We've got mind the match. Wants, <laughs> my mind wants to figure out how is that all going to evolve? And I'm right. getting excited. I, and I, I'm assuming you are too, mm-hmm. is that, Let's come on. Let's get this done now. Do you feel literally right here in your chest an urgency and an excitement and and the elevation of that energy, despite what we're feeling on the heaviness on the outside, that something spectacular is coming to really open it all up? Is it coming or is it already here? It's here, but I think it's going to be elevated. It's going to you know, be I've been saying for a long time they're turning the volume up on us every year, and and finally they, that volume is just going to be a huge blast, and we have to be ready to hear it. Otherwise, it's going to deafen us. So that's why we need to be on that path in order to receive that message. And those that aren't tuning in will be deafened by it. And and even you and I, I don't know if you noticed this, but. There's levels, like we can only attune yes. to a level and then that becomes a norm. Yes. And then we make a jump and that becomes a norm. Yeah. Yet if we jumped straight into it, I possibly we would just blow up. Yes, because it that's that's why the process is so important. You know, we can't step into this beautiful world of love, peace, tranquility, and and purpose if we're still carrying contamination of trauma, of conditioning, of any form of hate with us. That has to be deleted. So you cannot jump into this. You have to take the steps that are necessary. Now, those steps are going to be as hard or as easy as you choose. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a purification of the mind. And then an ignitement uh, and, and, um, of the heart and soul. The heart and soul's voice it's it's time, right? You know, like in Lord of the Rings, when the elf says it's the time of man, right? Man on its own has had its time. We were here to actually ignite our heart and souls and spirits to the universal energy to become whole for us to be ready for the next elevation of our meaning of our purpose here on earth we can't accept that next elevation until we have 
combined if, until we have aligned and until we've reached a certain frequency. And that is what the importance and the urgency is right now is of elevating to that frequency. In everything that's going on in the world, even that you, you and I are wise enough to know that it's there to just try to pull us back. Yes. But it, imagine not knowing that you're getting bombarded by right. all of this negativity, yes. all of this violence. You know, it's... This is why we do what we do, right? We're here to, to help people understand you can change the channel on that. You don't have to accept that. Again, we're the algorithm of life. What you feed is what's going to grow. And if you keep perpetually feeding the hate, the trauma, the this, the that, then that's constantly what you're going to get. When we yeah. choose to feed the other and go through the process of haglas, disruption, of disrupting those claws that have been on you so that they can be released. You can't rip the claw out of you because it will rip a chunk out of you. Yeah. You have yeah. to loosen the claws so that they can just dissolve away. Mm -hmm. So this is why you have to go through a process so that each one of those things that have got a grip on you, the grip is loosened so it can be washed away. But you have to loosen that grip first. You have to be willing to stop watching the television, for one. Right. Or tune into positive channels. There's plenty of good ones. <laughs> There's, There's plenty of wonderful stories. It's like yeah. the same with social media. It's, again, an algorithm. There's some sensational people on social media that you can have right. wonderful conversations with. Algorithm, what you feed. Somebody comes up with the hate, you delete them or you hide them and you just say, sorry, not going there. Mm -hmm. Right. It's up to you. You have to understand you have the choice of what you feed. And that's oh, what yeah. you're feeding yourself starts mm -hmm. with what you're feeding yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, it, 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 literally, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Lasha was on that, on the diet, on the colon, you know. <laughs> We talk about our gut instincts, but we've also got to understand our gut is constantly telling us of our own discord. You know, oh. our, our gut is always speaking to us about what's wrong or what's right. And if we're putting wrong food in there, it's going to complain. And considering that 30% of the food intake goes to the brain, right? And if we're mm -hmm. taking in bad food that is being rejected by our gut, that means we're not getting the substance up to the brain. And we're stifling everything else in there as well. So when we talk about inside out, we do mean organs as well. <laughs> yes, we do. And the gut is the, as my um, yoga teacher said, um, is the main brain. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Gut and brain are incredibly in sync with each other. And you're feeding one garbage is going to feed the other. And you're feeding the other garbage is going to react in the other. You know, this is the thing. This is, if you, there's a wonderful movie by Judy Dench on trees and the, and the wonderful fiber optics of the trees and how they oh, melt. Yes. Oh. And, you know, underneath our skin, before we get to the muscle, we have this white sinewy stuff. That's the fiber optics that is running through our body that allows us to move our body and do things. It gets damaged. And then we start having ailments where we can't move things. Well, the fiber optics of our psyche, of our spirituality needs to be just as healthy. Yes. Yes, it does. And that fiber optic is the brain. 
you know that 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 neurological you know this is joe dispenza's work right that yes it needs, it needs to be aligned with the soul intellect and the heart intellect and the spirit intellect and make that connection so they can communicate with each other yes where the brain is like huh, i don't need you oh yes you do, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> let us not be so arrogant brain <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've covered a lot here today uh, we certainly have now the, the cover of your book is that your art as well yes, yes. wonderful beautiful um and I, again <laughs> you're painting my colors <laughs> those blues <laughs> as you can see uh, i love those colors in there but the movement and the growth and the and the flow of everything which is wonderful and kind of the seeds and the the uh the allowing you know that everything that is there um and i obviously assume that this drew itself as to be the cover of the book it did it did i love that when that happens yeah. it came to me on um i just asked yeah what's 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 the cover of the book supposed to look like and mm -hmm. there it is it's about connection yeah that staying connected uh, and it's not that we ever weren't connected no we, we've just disconnected ourselves that's we all believe that we were disconnected yeah those fiber optics aren't meeting and talking to each other you know and it's it's about again going back to balance and alignment isn't it everything being in sync with one another everything and it, it, it is everything has its natural rhythm yeah um, you know, the right now we're working with energies astrologically, planetarily, yes. uh, individually. Yes. Um, everything is here to help you yeah. to evolve. At mm -hmm. no other time have we had this. No. It's really no. exciting. It, it, we are being helped. The force is with us. <laughs> it, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, around you. I mean, yeah. it's just. We have so much help right now. And it's just a question, can we get out of our egonic, um, arrogant and insecure mind to understand what we're being given? I think it's possible. Oh, I know it's possible. It's possible. But it's a question we have to ask ourselves. It is a question. And it, um, it's a training. Yeah. But before you can even do the training or go through the process, you have to ask your question, yourself that question, am I willing? Am I willing to master my mind? Yeah. Yeah. And let the soul in. And the soul can't speak through a closed heart, so the heart needs to be open and the spirit can't go into action if the heart and soul aren't speaking to it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it is... And action is needed. Spirit action is needed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, as more and more of us come together, of the, the awakened um, indigo children, yeah. the crystal children, yes. all of us. Yes. So we came from the future. Mm -hmm. 
okay parents <laughs> you know we can't wait for you to catch up <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah but you know four and a half years ago i was given the saying the universe is going to shake us up to wake us up to step up to change it up and to grow up and that grow up is not only vibrationally but as adults come on time to grow up get out of your own ego and realize you are a part of something far greater come far and join greater. us it's beautiful right what, what I was listening to something yes, last night and it said, you know, the awakening is realizing that God is within. Mm -hmm. Always has been. You know, and acknowledging that. And my journey has been about who is God? What mm -hmm. is God, right? And even that question doesn't even matter anymore. No. It doesn't even matter. If you want to look at God as a person, an entity or an energy, it is we are all a part of. We are every single one of us is made out of those particles of the universe. You know, the earth particles, every particle out there in the universe, we are all made out of that. So therefore, we are all a part of the God system. And, um, you know, God created... Us, us to experience himself so we're creating yeah. our reality to experience ourselves yes and so what was god god was peace was love was compassion was kindness and caring right in in a, it's an energy yes it's not a man with a beard it's no energy and what our mind and our psyche has been trained to believe is that it's a it's a, a man who condemned you right right so, even when you say the word God, that's not automatically it, your mind goes there, even though you know that that's not the truth. No. And every single relation, when you look down at its origins, every single perception, which is really just those different religions are just a perception of the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, it is about love. It is about doing unto others uh, as you hope they would do unto you. It is about looking out for one another, sharing and building and creating together the way it's been misconstrued where it became God will only love you if is purely man's interpretation as a form of control. If we yeah. can let go of that God and understand the God of truth and love is within you and ignite that, you will be in heaven. Go out and talk to a tree. Yes. You'll know who God is. Yes. And there is no man in that tree. No. There is no judgment from that no. tree. There no. is only pure love. No. Yeah. And that's, uh, nature has shown me that over and over again. Yes. Yes. Nature has the answers. Uh, and we are part of nature. And our disconnect from nature is a disconnect from ourselves. And, you know, when we talk about alignment, you know, our chakras need to be in alignment for the flow to constantly come through us. So, you know, the, the way we eat, we can feed our chakras, we can feed our soul, our heart, our spirit, our thoughts, feed us, all the diseases. You know, it, it's taking ownership of our beautiful gift and instrument and, learn how to play it so we can join the orchestra of life and create a harmony that is a symphony that is an invitation to all but we are all 
in this together. We're all a part of it. And, you know, as we close off, let's look at the Ukraine. It's David facing Goliath. Never have we had ever in the history of time um, the world coming together through social media, uh, fighting a war against the giant, right? And mm -hmm. they have stood defiant. They have stood together, Molotov cocktails against tanks, right? They have fought tooth and nail against the injustice of an unrighteous war. And they've held their heads up high. And we have given them our loving energy as a source of, of, of divine energy against the enemy, right? And you cannot, you can bombard it, you may win the battle, but no force can win the war against love. And I think what, as you were speaking, I had what I was seeing is this, this whole Ukraine, David Goliath story, it, it's showing you what you're doing to yourself. It's yeah. just a, an example of what your mind is doing to your heart. Yeah. So if you want to look at, it's not really the Ukraine against Russia. No. It's Russia being the mind and Ukraine being the In heart. The heart. Mm -hmm. And they're showing you this battle that's going on yes. with humanity. That's all yes. it is within yes. yourself, within your own psyche. Yeah. That's, and and that's, look at how many people have become involved in that heart and how many people are inspired by that heart presence. How many people has it ignited their own heart to look at their own mind in their life? Everything mm -hmm. happens for a reason. And Everything. the era of, of the Russian mindset, the era of the Weinsteins, the era of even the Trumps, the era of all of those people, they are the dinosaurs that we need to let go of because yeah. they pull us down. But we had to go through their hell to understand we wanted heaven. That's right. And that, and that, that hierarchy is antiquated. It won't work anymore. No, no. It has no, no belonging here whatsoever. It's oil and water, and we are not accepting it anymore. And when what, what we're showing ourselves is that we don't need to live in fear anymore. Nope. We're standing up. We're showing ourselves. You know, if we don't, it, it, that this type of, of anarchy yeah. doesn't work anymore. No. Yeah. It doesn't even work within my own psyche, with, with my own soul. My, right. my, our souls have evolved beyond that suppression. Yes. If you can't can... go backwards now. The more and more you ignite, the more and more it gets full, the more and more there is resistance is futile. You are on that journey. And the more and more you immerse yourself into it. And you may look back. And, you know, I did my own show a little while ago of, of Milestones of sometimes looking back to see where you come from is a wonderful well to, uh, way to see how far you've propelled yourself or that maybe you still need to propel yourself on. And it's not going back to uh, looking back to go back. It's looking back to see how courageous, how strong, how many abilities you have. And look how awesome you are now. And you gain knowledge. Yeah. And, and that's what we're gaining when we're looking at what's going on in the world is knowledge is wisdom. Yes. You can only expand the mind as 
far as your gnosis, your knowledge. So well, each, as far as the, the wisdom is understanding which knowledge is relevant, right? You know, knowledge right. is knowledge, it's a knowledge bank. But when you step into the whole, the heart, soul and spirit's wisdom, you know which knowledge is relevant for that moment. Right. To navigate in more yes. and more, we, we're going to use that knowledge, that yeah. wisdom to navigate more of the destruction that will come. Right. Yeah. Then we've thrown at us. And and I remember years ago having dreams about spiritually evolving. Like you knew the rules of this plane. But the, the knowing how the hand I the how the um spiritual plane operated scared yes. me. Like, oh I know what this is, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. So that and I would see it in my dreams. Like you've yeah. got to be able to discern. Yes. You've and that's a feeling, able, isn't it? It's a feeling. Not you've a thought, to, it's a feeling. You've got to be able to discern your own feelings. Yes. And that's how we're going to navigate this the sense of self is our tool to navigate what's to come. Feel the thoughts, don't think them. Yes. Because when we feel them, we understand what they're there for. When we think them, we get caught up in a spiral. We do. And we go down self-destruction road. <laughs> well my love how um what programs you've got for people right now how do people get hold of your book um you can get my book on uh, spiritspeaksbook.com you can order pre-order the book the book comes out live on april 12th um right now you can pre-order kindle um you can get um my spiritual teachings and uh you can contact me through yourenergyawakening.com. And one of the things that I'm offering is, is on that is a year-long mentorship program. Mm. Um, also, you can take the Spirit Speak quiz on yourenergyawakening.com that'll let you know which program is best for you. And then um, if you want to see my artwork, you can go to denisheshadart.com and look at... Uh, the spiritual journey that I've taken and see if any of those resonate with you. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Spiritspeaksbook.com for the book. It's also um, going to be on Amazon mm -hmm. and your, your energy awakening.com. And she's also on Facebook, your energy awakening.com, Instagram, your energy awakening.com. And uh, please, when you come to the site, selfdiscoverymedia.com, Put in her name, you have to spell it right, Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E, -E, um, Shads, S-C-H-A-A-D. All right, put in the right spelling because otherwise it won't come up. And then you will see all three of her shows that she's done with us. There'll be one page with all three of her shows on. I invite you to come and listen to all of them as you have been uh, illuminated today there's more illumination in her other shows as well and it is about the conversation you know it is about maybe other people listen to it let's let's meet even if it's on a zoom call and discuss that podcast that conversation and what did it spark in us because we must be willing to share 
what we got out of it because then we learn from other people and it becomes that beautiful smokersboard of wisdom that we can all apply and support each other with. So yes, we want you to nourish and feed yourself, but don't forget to share the dish of knowledge as well. Yes, yes. Always yes. a delight to have you here. I know you're going to be back again, always. <laughs> um, we have spoken for nearly two hours, which was very, very easy to do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just full of just wonderful divine spirit. And I love it. Thank you so much. Always, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Have Get the book, folks. Um, when you've heard who she is today, and then you read about from where she came from, it's an invitation through that inspiration for you to know that no matter what you've been through, you too can embrace your heart, spirit, and soul, and be in that same essence that we're talking about. Anything is possible when you are willing to take the journey. Read the book, share the book, then start taking your own journey. And she's got this wonderful course for you. She'll help you on your way. You are never alone, but you still got to participate, right? Until mm. next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. Please tune in to our selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see all the other genres that we have from you. Every week on Tuesday, we bring you new shows from illuminating people. If you know someone that should be interviewed, please contact us at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com. Now stay tuned for your next show.